Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. There she is. If you're watching Facebook Live or YouTube Live, New York Times bestselling author Erica Vetch. She's the author of a series, and you'll want to check this out. The latest book in the series is Debutante's Code. Erica, how are you? I am well. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you. Before we get down to business now, and Dan kind of touched on this a bit. We were talking a little bit of sports it says Erica loves Jesus, history, romance, and sports. Is there a husband? I know there's a husband in there somewhere. But, there is uh, a husband in there somewhere of 33 years. Yeah, uh, which uh, you also say is your is your opposite. I want to get into that in just a second. Uh, I think that's what happens, right? We marry our opposite. Opposites attract. Yeah, they do, yep. right? Yep. All right. So we were talking about uh, your sports. You love sports. And you not just any sport. I mean, not like shuffleboard or some <laughs> some some wimpy sport. You you have to get blood and 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 just broken bones. What is it? Rugby? Hockey? Is that what is you're talking not, about? It's well, rugby. I do enjoy hockey. Hockey's fun to watch too. Yeah. How did you? How did you? Uh, where did you get this love for like hockey and and rugby? Actually, I think from my mom. Um, we actually, I grew up watching lots of sports. If it involved a ball and a chance to score on another team, we watched it. <laughs> wow, that's great. That is awesome. So you you love sports, and uh, Dan had mentioned that uh, you're a historian and, and you're an author, write romance. Here you have one called Debutante's Code, and the uh, leading lady is uh, Juliet Thorndike. Now, why isn't her name Juliet Smith? Thorndike just sounds much better. And I know that sounds so beautiful. I'm like, wow, Thorndike. Is that where did you get that? Where did you pull that name from? Is that your maiden name? Where'd you get that name? Uh, No, actually, I just I made it up. Um, (laughs) It sounded really good for for her father, who is an earl, the Earl of Thorndike. Yeah, it has a nice ring to it. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Like that. Well, tell us about the book. Well, it's set during the Regency period, which um, is between 1810 and 1820 uh, is the actual Regency. And it's named after a period of time when the ruler, George III, was actually declared incompetent to rule. And so his son, the Prince of Wales, became the regent in his place. So it takes place during the same era as uh, Jane Austen books. Mm -hmm. Um, And the book itself is my first real crack at writing a historical mystery. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a murder to be solved. And um, in this particular book there it's, it's got a, a real heist element to it because uh, valuable pieces of artwork uh, and jewelry and historical artifacts are going missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it may surprise readers to find out who's actually stealing those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you got my uh, curiosity peaked. So, Erica, what kind of what kind of uh, research do you do just to get all the historical elements so it's it's true to life to what the period would have been like back then? 
Uh, well, you can see a little bit behind me. These are my Regency research books. Wow. Um, I actually, uh, I'm a true bibliophile. I collect books at an alarming rate, if you ask my <laughs> husband. Um, I love uh, the research and I want to be as true to the era as I can uh, while still being able to tell a cracking good story. Mm-hmm. So um, in in this case, I have a Bow Street runner as the hero, and he is the the early iteration of the Metropolitan Police in Scotland Yard. But at the time of the Regency, they didn't have a lot of authority. So in this case, for the sake of the story, I accelerated their abilities And I write that in an author note at the end so that no one is confused thinking this is actually some of the things that they could do during Mm -hmm. the Regency. Um, But it does still distill down to um, a few basic truths that police officers of today and detectives of today follow. The motives, the means, the opportunity uh, and the motives for crime really haven't changed over the centuries. So um, just having him follow those basic rules. Uh, but giving him a little bit more oomph, I guess, yeah. to his abilities um, has has um, served the story well. Mm. Erica Vetch with us, uh, a New York Times bestselling author, uh, Debutante's Code. What do you want folks to walk away with once they've read it? Obviously, they're going to enjoy it because who doesn't like a murder mystery, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've always got murder mysteries at my house uh, going on. But uh, what do you want uh, folks to walk away with? Well, I always want them to to enjoy the story because that's mostly why we read fiction. Um, and yet there's a spiritual element to it that is hopeful. And I, I really think that the world could use extra doses of hope, especially sure. spiritual hope. Mm-hmm. In this case, both of my my characters, the hero and heroine, are exploring what is God really like? Oftentimes we form our our early opinions of God um, from our parents, particularly from our fathers. Uh, the hero here, his father abandoned him. So how does that inform what he thinks about God? Mm-hmm. Um, and my heroine, she thinks that she knows her parents, but they've been hiding this huge secret from her her entire life. How does that change her opinion of God as a father? So both of those characters are going to be exploring that and not just in this book, but in subsequent books. So I love that, Erica, with your with your books, you you not only get, you know, a, a love story, probably mm-hmm. uh, you get a little mystery and get some historical aspect. But you also get that um, that uh, spiritual element that and it's a, you know, characters that we can relate to. Uh, hopefully, and the things that they struggle with. So that, that a lot of thought goes into your book, Erica. It, it does. It does. And I get a lot of help from my from my publisher, mm-hmm. um, the editors there, as we sort of brainstorm uh, through what we want to present. Yeah. Awesome. Now, you say this is your first crack at uh, this this style. Now, is this something that's always been on the inside of you? Did you have some pieces and it just took you ferreting out maybe some ideas and stuff to, to finish and get a series? It seems to me like you'd have to have a lot of of uh, little uh, pockets of uh, direction for a series, right? As you mm-hmm. build, as you build this thing, so is this all always on the inside of you? You think? You know, um, this book I believe is my fortieth 
published work. Wow. And up until about five years ago, I didn't think that I was smart enough to write a mystery uh, because I know I don't try to figure out mysteries when I read them or watch them. I just let it unfold. Hmm. Um, and I knew that writing a mystery was going to be different, a different plot structure. You have to you have to put in all of the clues necessary to find the answer without giving it all away too soon. And mm -hmm. I didn't know if I had the writing chops to do that. But I had this story in the back of my mind for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. um, what would happen if a young girl returned home to her family after finishing school to find that her parents were missing and that they had been hiding the secret that they were actually spies for the crown? Hmm. And had she came from a long generation of, of secret agents, you know, uh, and how could I how could I fit that into the Regency era? And how could I form a mystery without giving away all the clues too soon? And hopefully I have a, I have accomplished that with the debutantes code. That's so cool. Yeah. Erica Vetch, uh, debutantes code. I said murder mystery. It's not really a murder mystery. It's a mystery. Well, there is a murder in it. Oh. Is there a murder? Oh, well, there, you there, go. there you go. I thought I misspoke there. New York Times bestselling author. It's out. And uh, she gave us a little tease because there's going to be another one, maybe two after uh, after debutante. But you got to read debutante, of course, uh, for it to all make sense. Mm -hmm. So. Get it at uh, uh, com is a great place to go to. Of course, I'm sure you can get it at Amazon, uh, any place where yeah. you buy your books. Let me ask you this. You are a New York Times bestseller. How does that feel? That's that. If, if I were a New York Times bestseller, it, I would put it on everything I own. Hey there, I'm a New York <laughs> Times bestseller. Here's my well, tattoo. It, I'm a New York Times bestseller. There you go. Um, you know, it's it's a bit surreal because the the book that became a New York Times bestseller was a collection written by nine different authors. Mm. So I didn't get there on my own. Uh, and it was actually the first novella that I had ever written as part of the Log Cabin Christmas collection from Barber Publishing. So I had no expectations for that story because I, I'd never written a novella. I'd never been in a collection before. Uh, so when that, uh, when that news hit, it was quite surreal. Hmm. Now, do they give you, is it, do you have a plaque somewhere that says New York times bestseller or do you, what do you, what do you get? Um, book sales is the biggest thing. <laughs> um, actually, the, the publisher did send us some stickers that we could put on our author copies that said New York Times bestseller. But beyond that, um, I get some of the ladies that were in that collection have put it in their signature line on their emails. Hmm. So huh. bragging rights. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, you said you, you didn't get there by yourself, but you know no. what? You got there. Yeah, <laughs> That's you really, true. really did. Good stuff. Erica Vetch. Erica, we'd love to talk to you again sometime if you're up for it. Check out the book. It's called Debutantes Code. EricaVetch.com. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.